Well, it's been two weeks since the FBI conducted a court-approved search of former President Donald Trump's home. And we're starting to get a sense for how that and other investigations around Mr. Trump are influencing Republican voters. And tomorrow, New York and Florida hold primary elections that will test the direction of the Democratic Party. To analyze all of this, we turn now to Amy Walter of the Cook Political Report with Amy Walter and Annie Linsky of The Washington Post. And Tamara Keith is away. We're so glad to have both of you, though. We have some new NBC News poll numbers. I would love to get your take on those investigations into former President Trump. The majority of people asked do say they want those to continue, but the party breakdown is interesting. Amy, take a look at this. 92% of Democrats say That's the surprising. investigation yep. should continue. 21% of Republicans, 61% of independents. Does that number surprise you? Yeah, I think going into the hearings on January 6th, the feeling was that this wasn't going to change voters' opinions about the focus of the election, the salience of this issue in the upcoming midterm elections. But I think what has happened over the course of the last few weeks is the attention has been almost solely on President Trump and the role he played on January 6th. There's been no defense mm. on the part of Republicans to, to make this a more complicated or maybe muddy the waters on this issue because Republicans boycotted the January 6th committee. Um, and then you put on top of it, as you pointed out, Mar-a-Lago and the, um, the focus on the other uh, legal challenges, shall we say, for the for the former president in places like Georgia and New York. And so for the last few weeks, what voters have been hearing a lot about, whether they're actually paying attention or not, but in the sort of ambient noise has been about yeah. Donald Trump, the election denial, and the questions around um, whether or not what he did was illegal in a place like Georgia. And I think voters, they do care about it. What we're yeah. going to have to find out is whether it's more important to them than right. other issues that we know are on the table this election. Right. And there's been some question, too, about whether these investigations could actually drive voter enthusiasm right. among Republicans, right? But, Annie, I want to ask you about um, Democratic voter enthusiasm, because enthusiasm, as the poll shows, among Republicans remains high, about 68 percent. It's striking when you look at these numbers, and again, this is a new NBC News poll, when you look at the growth among Democratic voters who say they have a high interest in the midterms, it's now at 66 percent. They basically closed the gap with Republicans up from 61 percent in May and 50 percent in March. What do you make of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I've been talking to um, Democratic and even Republican strategists, they are acknowledging that um, they you know, initially thought abortion and the Roe versus Wade decision would be, you know, helpful for Democrats around the margins. Mm -hmm. I think what's happening and what Democrats and Republicans are both saying to me is they were wrong about that. And it seems like it's caused, uh, you know, a bigger shift in, uh, you know, voter enthusiasm among Democrats than they had initially thought. And it's kind of rare, you know, for strategists to admit that they're wrong, like halfway through, like before mm -hmm. there's even been in an election. But you're seeing it with um, increasing voter registration among women in, you know, across the board in a number of states. And so that's where... It, and the other piece is abortion has been in the news in a way that a lot of people, yeah. I think, didn't anticipate. They did not realize that you'd have these national stories about a 
10-year-old becoming pregnant mm -hmm. and her family feeling that she needed to cross state lines to get the care that was needed. And I think these stories have, there's been a drumbeat of them over the summer to where there's been kind of a, a you know, a, it hasn't faded from the news the way that many, I think, expected that it would. Yeah, yeah. And Thanks. I also think that uh, many Republicans thought that the Mar-a-Lago search would increase Republican enthusiasm, right? You heard, oh, this is going to help the base. Yeah. Actually, it's been the opposite. When you look at the NBC poll, 29% uh, of Democrats now say that is a top issue for them, this issue of a threat to democracy. 17% mm -hmm. of Republicans feel similarly. So it yeah. has energized somebody, but it's energized the other party, not yeah. Republicans. That threats to democracy number, I right. thought was really right. interesting. But meanwhile, we should say we're continuing to track the primary races leading up to those uh, the general election in November. We've had a lot of focus about the Republican races, what that means for the direction of the party. But tomorrow, New York and Florida, a couple of big primary races there that have a lot to say about the direction of the Democratic Party, I think. Amy, what's, what's at stake here as you look at it? What, what are you watching specifically? Uh, well, we were talking about this earlier, but I'm, I'm more interested actually in a special election that's happening tomorrow okay. than even the primaries. And you're right, there's a lot of focus on the primaries because in New York you have a number of well-known uh, longtime Democratic incumbents. Some are facing off against each other in redistricted districts. But the district that we're paying a lot of attention to is in the Hudson Valley. This is a very evenly divided district. Biden won it by just two points um, in the, the last election. This is a place where we're going to get our first sort of road test on the messaging, especially on abortion. Democrats leaning into the issue of abortion. Republicans, not surprisingly, leaning into the economy and inflation. And Again, it's a special election. It's in August, so we have to always be careful to put those caveats out there. Mm -hmm. But it certainly can give us a sense for what um, voters, how, the, how those issues are playing with voters in the kind of swing districts that Republicans absolutely need to win if they're going to have a big night in November. What about you, Annie? What are you watching? Yeah, you know, I think when you look at the primaries in particular, and these are, this is a rare week where there are some big Democratic primaries. Mm -hmm. for, for the last few weeks, it's always been sort of focused on the Republican side. But with the, with the Democratic primaries, you, there are some big, like, tension points. And one is with um, Sean Patrick Maloney. He mm -hmm. is the head of the um, Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the top Democrat who's in charge of getting other Democrats elected, and he is facing a, a, a tough challenge from the left. And, um, you know, these are, these, you know, he, his people say he feels comfortable, you know, you, the conventional wisdom is that he should be fine, mm -hmm. but it's, it's August, and it's very hard to poll in these kinds of races, and you don't really know what the shape of the electorate's going to be. And so I think that is where you could have the biggest headline is, we know if, of course, if he loses, it would be an earthquake for mm -hmm. Democrats, but even if it comes close, it's going to be a real test of that progressive wing of the party and how much strength they have. And so far this year, their strength has been mixed. You know, but this is going to give you either sort of a capstone of, oh, wow, they have this unexpected strength and you're going to have a new progressive star coming out of New York. And we know how that looks, you know, it's a lot of enthusiasm that can be ginned up from the base, you know, or it's kind of a uh, establishment strikes back narrative. So it'll be one of the two. Meanwhile, it is August. And I do have to ask you, we haven't seen much of President Biden or Vice President Harris out on the trail. They are coming off a couple of big wins, they right, are. legislatively. Does it surprise you we haven't seen more um, of them? I, they may go out to sell the the big wins that they've had, but you're not going to see a whole lot of Democrats inviting them to come and campaign with them. The other thing in that NBC poll that puts a little bit of cold water on enthusiasm 
uh, among Democrats is the fact that President Biden's job approval rating is still very low, especially by historical standards, only at 42 percent job approval rating, his handling of the economy deeply underwater. So he's still not exactly popular. I think what has happened is these past few weeks, the focus has been on the former president, mm -hmm. not on the current president. That has actually, and abortion, mm -hmm. which I agree with, and that has actually helped Democrats more than the success that Biden and uh, Democrats in Congress have had. A few seconds left. Yeah. You think we'll see more of them on the trail? Well, in some places. <laughs> you know, the Washington Post just sent did a, a piece where we um, polled 60 campaigns, 60 Democratic campaigns to yeah. say, look, you know, do you want Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to come? And most of them did not respond to us. Um, so, and the ones that did, there was a lot of um, hesitation, let me say. Silence, <laughs> yes. as they say, sometimes speaks volumes. <laughs> yes. Annie Linsky, Amy Walter, thank you so much. Thank Welcome. You.